Akuta Sikha is Chelik Yutes, the Sikha and Simchas Teira, a summary of the Sikha. The Friedrich Rebbe once said in a Sikha and Simchas Teira that Simchas Teira, the gates are open. The gate of light is open, the gate of blessing, bracha is open, the gate of success is open. All the gates are open. And this, we receive it, we capture those things through Teira. So since it goes without saying that the words of the Friedrich Rebbe are very specific, like all the Rabbeim, so we have to understand, what does he, since he already says that all the gates are open, why does he name these three particular ones, Shari, Oira, Light, and Bracha, and Blessing, and Atzlacha, Success? Since he does, we have to say that there is some specific connection between Simchas Torah and those three ideas. So we have to understand, what's the connection between these three things and Torah, and especially in light of the fact that Oir and, and Bracha were created before Torah was given. In other words, Oir uh, was created on the first day of creation. The first day of creation corresponds to the first millennium, the first thousand years of creation. And Torah was first given in the third millennium. So, so light, and not just ordinary light, perfect light, and the most perfect light, even more than any light that we know in creation, because other Marishan was able to see from one end of the world to the other through that light. So that already came, preceded Torah. So what does it mean that light comes through Torah? The same with bracha. We know that the, the reason that the, the Torah begins with the letter Bez, the word Beresh is Bez, is because it's connected to bracha. So we see that even before anything else, bracha already existed. And the world was created in its fully developed state, which means bracha was, and Oyer were also fully developed. So what does it mean that bracha and Oyer are dependent on Torah? We also have to understand that if these three things are connected to Torah, why are they connected to Simchas Torah? We know that the reason why Simchas Torah, the celebration of Torah, the conclusion of Torah, the rebeginning of Torah, happens on Simchas Torah rather than on Shavuos, is because Shavuos was the first Luchas. On Yom Kippur we got the second Luchas, and therefore the second Luchas are what we are celebrating in Simchas Torah, a higher level, Kiflayim Litoshiyah, as the second Luchas represent an even higher state than the first Luchas, so if Torah in itself can already capture Oira and Bracha, so then why do we have to wait for Simchas Torah to capture Oira and Bracha? The second Luchas, why can't we capture it through Torah on Simchas Torah? Ah, sorry, on Shavuos. So to understand this first, we have to explain that in Simchas Torah we have three separate elements. There is Yom Tev, Simchas Torah is a Yom Tov Sheni. It's the second day Yom Tov. It's only celebrated in Chutz La'aretz. So Yom Tov Sheni in general have two elements to it. There is the fact that it's the second day, it's the, it, a derivative of the first day, which is Minat Torah. Like you have the first day of Pesach and then the second day of Pesach, which is also Yom Tov. It's a derivative of the first day. Then there is a higher level, which is that it's a rabbinic uh, they, the, the Rabbanon created the second day of Yom Tov and Chavivin Dibre Seifrim we have a certain we have an even greater love with the words of the, of the Chachamim even more than Torah itself it's even more pleasant to us we are more connected to the words of the Chachamim in a certain sense than Torah itself so the second day Yom Tov has something over the first day Yom Tov as well but Simchas Torah has even, something even more than that 
Simchas Torah, as is the um, as we understand from the fact that it has its own name, that's the only Yomta which has its own name. It's not called the second day of Shmini Yatzeres; it's called Simchas Torah. And as the Zayir says, that the Yidden have a minhag that we celebrate with the Torah on this day. So, in other words, that Simchas Torah is not only a rabbinic thing, but the the celebration of Simchas Torah is a minhag which is even a higher level than we're in love with the words of the Chachamim. These are things which not even the Chachamim instituted. It's something which was adopted as a minhag, and there's no chiv at all for it. So Simchas Torah has the fact that it is a derivative of Yom Tif. It has that it is a rabbinic Yom Tif, and that the minhag of Simchas Torah is a minhag. And the Zoyer says that because it's a minhag, it's the Vinoyigim, so it concludes by saying, we adorn the Sevatoira with its crown. Saying that means that because we're celebrating Simchas Torah as a minag, that's why we reach the crown of Torah, which is even higher than the Torah itself. That's what the Zayar means to say, which will be explained a little more later. To explain it, the reason why the second luchas have a higher, are on a higher level than the first luchas, as is expressed by the words kiflayim letashia, there's a double element to it over the first luchas, is because the, the second luchas came as a result of what the Yidin Zavayda, they did tshuva, it was a result of their tshuva, that's why Hashem decided to give them the second luchas. Whereas the first one were given completely from above, without any preparation on the part of the Yidin. But ultimately, the second luchas were also given by Hashem. But it was given because the Yidin did the Aveda in order to get Hashem to give it. But Hashem is the ultimately the one that gave it. Whereas Simchas Torah, the meaning of Simchas Torah is something that was completely created by the Yidin. It comes completely from our own Aveda, from our own efforts. And that's why, Dafka through Simchas Torah, we can reach the crown of the Torah as the Zayr says. And that's the connection between Simchas Torah and the three gates of light, blessing, and Hatzlacha. What's the difference between Oira and Bracha, light and blessing? Light is a representation of the source of its light, what's called Moir in Chesidus. The source of light, light is there in order to reveal the source. The so- the, it's not about who is receiving the light. In fact, the, let's say the light of the sun shines upon a garbage dump no different than it shines upon the palace of the king. In other words, it's not about the receiver. It could be a complete waste of light to shine on a garbage dump. But it's about revealing about the essence, the, the source of the light illuminating. It's about light emitting from the source. Light is about the giver of the light. Blessing is there in order to help the person that is being blessed. It's not at all about the one giving the blessing. It's about the one receiving the blessing and therefore is tailored according to the needs of the one receiving the blessing. Which is the connection between the first luchas and oira, because the first luchas were about Hashem giving the Yidin the Torah, not so much about the Yidin being able to absorb and understand the Torah because they hadn't done anything in order to raise, raise themselves up to the level where they could receive the Torah. And that's why ultimately... They didn't receive, they didn't absorb it properly, and that's what led to the Cheta Egel and so on. 
Whereas the second luchas come as a result of the avoid of the Yidin, they did tshuva and therefore they rose up to the level where Hashem gave them a second set of luchas and that's why that's connected to bracha. It was more about the Yidin receiving it in the way that they need to receive it. Now to explain Hatzlacha. The, there is a statement that is said, brought off in Chesidus, that Saif Masa that which is the final act is the proof that that was the original intent. The last thing that you do is because now your original purpose, your first thought was, was finalized. That happened. So now the, the project is over. That which you dreamed of, vision, envisioned originally, is accomplished in the last act. After that, there's nothing more to do. But that's only a basic level of that meaning. There is a higher level of that which is that uh, means there is also an intent which cannot even be expressed in the original envisioning of the project. That's realized not at the end of the project, but that which co- what comes after the project is finalized. As the Chassidus explains a mushal, that when a person, when a craftsman takes on a, a, a project and he completes it in such a way that it came out so perfect it was beyond anything that he could have imagined. It was a perfect expression of what he could accomplish. That is something that he could never have counted on. You can't plan, I'm going to do something which is going to be so successful that what's called Hatzlocha. That's Hatzlocha. Hatzlocha means that which is beyond what I could have expected. So you can't plan that in your plan. The ultimate success that comes after the job is completed, the Saif Masa, that which comes after Maisa, is it, ha- it has an origin which goes beyond what you could have planned. So the Machshava, which starts the project, can't include that kind of perfection. The perfection comes only after it was completed. The same happens in the project of creation. The purpose of creation is that Hashem wanted a place down here which has to be accomplished through the Eden. And an element of that is that it has to happen through the avoid of the Eden themselves. Not something which they, uh, they get as a gift from above. It has to be accomplished through our own efforts. But this element of it, and we accomplish that. And when we accomplish that, it means that it was, it was beyond anything that Hashem could have imagined, beyond anything that He could have expected, maybe not imagined, but expected. And that's what it means, that in the original intent of creation, Hashem can't include in that, that it should be done in such a way that He didn't have anything to do with it, so to speak. He didn't give us the abilities to do it. We did it all on our own. So this intent that Hashem has in the Dira V'tachtayna, that it should come from the efforts of the Yidin themselves, is something which is, which is not part of His plan of creation. That is His hidden intent, that is His ultimate deepest intent. But it's something which is Tchila, it comes before the plan, the Machshava of creation. That's where the Yidin are connected to the very essence of Hashem. And therefore, from there comes our ability to be do, able to do it with our own efforts. That is something which goes beyond beyond the plan of creation. The Saif Masa means when we do it that way, the success is so 
so amazing, so incredible that it is beyond what Hashem could have expected from the plan of creation. So the Saif Masav Amachshavat Chila means that when the Yidden carry out um, through our exclusively through our own efforts, that is something that Hashem couldn't have expected. It's something that it goes beyond his uh, what he could have expected and originates in a place where it's not part of the regular plan of creation. And that's what's called Hatzlocha. That's what it means, Sharei Hatzlocha, this kind of success. How do we reach this kind of the, the essence of our connection to Hashem? That's when we do a mitzvah, not because the mitzvah has some uh, purpose. We understand what the mitzvah can accomplish. When we do a mitzvah because Hashem commanded us to do the mitzvah, we don't see any benefit from it. We don't understand the benefit of it. As is expressed by that expression, if we had been commanded, we would chop wood as well. And the question is asked, what do you mean? If Isn't every, almost every mitzvah that we do similar to chopping wood? How is waving a lulav and an esrig any better than chopping wood? And we do it anyway. And the answer is because ultimately a lulav and an esrig do have spiritual meaning and they do accomplish something in the spiritual world chopping wood would have accomplished nothing in the spiritual world. If we had been told that our whole life has to be about doing things which make no mean, have no meaning, have no spiritual meaning, we would do it anyway. In other words, that we do mitzvahs not because it has an accomplishment of spiritual meaning, but because Hashem told us to do it. When we do it that way, then we connect to the essence of Hashem rather than to the meaning of the mitzvah. And that's the meaning of a minhag. A minhag means... Hashem didn't even command it in the Torah. There is nothing in the Torah that says we have to do it. Even the Chachamim didn't command it to us. It's something that the Yidin took on themselves. Does it have a connection to Hashem? Of course it does, but it's connected to Hashem as His will transcends what is understood, what comes out through Torah, what comes out in creation. So a minig ties into the very essence of Hashem and to the Yid's connection to the essence of Hashem. And that's why it's through the minhag of, as the Zayr says, the minhag of uh, celebrating on Simchas Torah that we reach. That's how we adorn the Sefer Torah with the crown of the Sefer Torah. That's how we reach what the essence, the core essence of the Torah is. What is the core essence of the Torah? Torah can be understood as they, are, they express the will, the wisdom and the will of Hashem. That is a certain level of Torah. But then there is a level of Torah which is that the Torah and not that the Torah is the wisdom of Hashem but that the Torah and Hashem are one and the same. They both are the same essence. Through a minhag we reach that level. That's what it means to reach the crown to give the Torah its crown to show the connection between the Torah and Hashem himself. And a yid, of course, is also connected into that same essence. And that's why when the yidin take on a minhag, it brings out the core essence of the, um, of the Torah with Hashem and the core essence of the yidin with Hashem, and they're all expressed in that one thing. And that's what's brought out on Simchas Torah. The Eira and the uh, Bracha and the Hatzlocha, even more important, even more so, the Hatzlocha is that we reveal the core essence, something which is beyond what can be expected within the realm of creation. 
And that also explains why it's not only Atzlocha which comes out, the Shari Atzlocha which is open on Simchas Teirah, but also Eire and Bracha, which you could ask, they have a connection to Teirah even not as Teirah is expressed on Simchas Teirah. There's the Luchash Rishonis, Luchash they're both connected to Eire and Bracha. But the reason is because the true perfection of Eire is when it expresses not only the Mar which can be revealed, but also that which its real purpose, the real essence of the Mar, which is that it's, it's the core and connected into the core, or the Yidin are connected into the core of Hashem, as the Torah is connected into the core of Hashem. So that's brought out, that's what Eire reveals truly, that's the real meaning of revealing Eire and Bracha, and that is only rec- realized on Simchas Torah when we reach that core connection to Hashem.